Hello, and welcome to the podcast Budgeting Redefined, where we talk about budgeting, money, and other fun stuff. Today is August 15th, 2019. I am Drew Adams. And I'm Dan Seeteller. And together we are the co-founders of Weekly, an app that keeps you on track by giving you a clear spending limit. Today we have a guest, Tori Laveau, who's going to tell us a little bit about her tricks on back-to-school spending. Then you and I both take a look at our trackers and we pull out one transaction that we've had and we explain the decision making behind it. It was fun. Finally, we'll t- cover some app updates, uh, new things going on with Weekly. So thanks for listening and stick around. Dan. Hey. So to begin this episode of the podcast, I thought it would be fun for us to break open our weekly apps and look at one of our transactions and describe why we bought that. Why did you buy that? So I thought we could call this, why'd you buy that? (laughs) Which is funny because if you say it just a little bit differently, it could have a whole different meaning. Why did you buy that? Why did you buy that? It's like a questioning. But it's more just like, hey, why'd you buy that? Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell yeah. me about your life, your decision. With the, yeah, it's with the, with the theory being the stuff that we buy has interesting, everything has an interesting story. I guess some, not just mundane. If you just buy gas, I guess. Well, everything has a story. Even yeah. gas for purchase could have a story behind it, right? Yep. Certain car, or you decide to live somewhere, or why are you driving to work? So mm-hmm. do you mind going first with yeah. why'd you buy that? For sure. Okay, so he's opening his weekly app here and going through the transactions. So the one that actually sticks out to me is one of the lowest dollar amounts in my list for the week. So today's Thursday, so I've got a few days worth of transactions. And there's one here for an app called Magnet. It's a Mac OS app that um, allows you to rearrange the windows on your screen with your keyboard and so you have these keyboard shortcuts and the windows align either to the left or the top or they go full screen or they return to the size they were before you resized them all these different features right Mm -hmm. so the interesting thing about this purchase is that i i bought it for my home laptop like my personal laptop i use to develop weekly and that i have all my personal stuff on And I also paid for it for my work computer because um, it's like the payment is based on your Apple ID and I have a work Apple ID. I log in with my work computer and maybe I could have like got it paid for by my work or something so I didn't have to pay for it. But one thing I've learned in using weekly is to really value or I, I have a different perspective on the value of money. And I realized that $2 is what this app cost mm-hmm. and I paid for it and I loved it and I'm okay paying that again, recognizing what a small impact it's going to have on my purchasing power for the rest of the week. Right. It's such a small number that I can, I can just pay that and not have to feel bad about it or worry about it or even think twice about, you know, should I ask my manager if I can get that like reimbursed? It's crazy. It's, right. it's like $2. 
and and I should just go ahead with it and live life on the edge a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah, which is part of the uh, the whole idea with weekly is to help people have the right perspective. And sometimes the right perspective is that you need to hold back and you need to manage your spending more closely, spend less money. Mm-hmm. But in other instances, uh, you can be free. You know what you have to spend, and and you're free to put it where you want. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that you chose to spend your personal money making yourself more productive at work. Yes. <laughs> um, I remember when I was working for the Keenan Flagler Business School, UNC Keenan Flagler Business School, mm-hmm. and I was kind of, I was in the computers. I wasn't a computer technician person, but I was helping make a website for one of the departments. Anyway, I just happened to be in there with this professor who had a computer there, and it was a desktop computer, and it was it was crunching numbers like it was just having such a hard time getting basic work done just mm-hmm. booting up yeah and it just i remember it made this sound like it was crunching rocks you know it was like Whoa. things were yeah but that was the sound those computers made i mean right. it was just but it was going on forever and so i was looking at i mean the professor was making a great salary i'm sure and this computer cost 400 bucks mm-hmm. and i was like just if you bought yourself a new computer you would be way more productive but I think I said that to him. I was like, why don't yeah. you just buy yourself a computer? It'll be, it'll be so much better. But you know, it's like, well, the work should provide it for me and I'll just, I'll just wait for it to do yeah. its work. But depending on what that professor was, what they valued their right. time per or, or dollars per hour, it was, it was, a you know, yeah. 40 minutes to boot yep. up. I can't remember, but it seemed like a really right. long time. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about that. If If you're feeling productive at work, I think you your your overall life experience has greatly improved right and so that's worth worth some investment for me yeah yeah um so i'll tell you what mine is yeah. uh went to target okay uh 21 dollars and 49 cents <laughs> on tuesday august 13th i'm looking right here at the tracker nice uh this was a purchase because um i bought a board game okay and the board game was Happy Little Accidents. Mm-hmm. Happy Little Accidents. So, and this is, it's a reference to Bob Ross. If you may, may or may not know him, but he's a yeah, painter. painter, yeah. He used to come on, Yeah, and yeah. he used to come on TV and sort of teach you how to paint, have this, you know, very calm voice that would yes. really kind of help you think about the things you were painting <laughs> and all the different things that they could be in your life. And so, <laughs> they have a board game now. And this is something that uh, my daughter liked to watch, which is kind of interesting because it's an old school PBS type of show. Mm-hmm. But she used to like to watch. I knew that about it. Now it's a board game that can involve people. Was that the name of the show? Was um, what, what was the? I don't board know what the name of the show. I think it was. I don't know. But it, the reason the name for the board game was that is something that he would say in the show. He would make a mistake, and he's oh. We, <laughs> Let's, that's a happy little accident. Let's just make that into a tree, you know. Okay, in the yes, yes. And he, if he made a mark on the canvas, he would kind of incorporate it and make yeah. it part of the painting. Okay. And the board game was like that, too. It was kind of like Pictionary meets Balderdash, where okay. you would somebody would draw a doodle, and then somebody would have to come in behind him and make that doodle into a picture that, that the doodler had no idea <laughs> that it was going to be. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. But it was, it was a gift, but it was also a gift because you know, wanted people who came to the party to interact, Mm -hmm. um, which goes back to if I, she's, she's at the age of, uh, going into high school now. 
So she's at like phone purchase age. Yes. Right. And one of my things is it really, un- it, this is a whole different topic, but hopefully it's interesting. It, it, when kids come over and they, and they come over to the house and they don't talk to each other, they just sit the whole time mm-hmm. playing on their phones. That drives me crazy. And my daughter doesn't have a phone yet. We've been one of these people that tried to resist getting a phone for my middle school child waiting until yeah. they're in high school. Like who wants the pressure of middle school? And then you th- layer on social media and did someone like my photo and what are they saying when I'm not there and all this sort of things like you just don't need it. Like I feel like you don't need it. And I really would hope that more people would feel the same way. So there's not this weird pressure for everybody to get a phone. Right. Totally. So anyway, that's a longer story to say, get this, this game so people can have something to interact with. It's not their phones. So therefore the $19 was a gift and kind of uh, a statement about we should be playing something together when you come over together at the house. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. So have you given the gift? Yeah. It gave the gift. Yeah. Um, and it worked. It, it, they, they broke it open. Eventually I had to sort of say, Hey, get the phone, phone, stop the phone. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then they put together and then they all played together and they laughed and they had a good time. So victory for dad, man. Yes. Nice. Good Uh, on you. Uh, so yeah, that's my story of that purchase. That's fun. Sometimes as a parent, you got to be creative. Yeah. You got to find ways to, you know, change things without just saying it's going to be different because I'm the parent. So you got to do what I want. Yeah. You got to, you got to make it, make it happen. Yeah. I I think that's a little bit of a different dynamic today than maybe in the past. Yeah. Having a basket where kids have to put their phone in it is potentially another option, but it's, it's awkward. It's very awkward because you're, you're taking them this thing away from them this their possession that's with them all the time it's yeah and, and it's and what do you replace it with right yeah, then they're kind of looking at you like well what do you want me to do <laughs> <laughs> i don't know think outside the box for a second <laughs> just sit there you know that's one thing you could get some water ask me a question how my day was i don't know <laughs> okay so uh let's take a break here when we come back we're going to talk to to tori about back to school spending and see how she what her thoughts on it are and how what are there some deals out there are there some interesting things to buy so we'll talk to her in just a second we'll be right back welcome back to budgeting redefined i'm drew adams dan c taller and we have tori with us tori how are you doing i'm good how are you all i'm doing well tori is a blogger mother of three, and also my sister-in-law. And we wanted to talk about uh, back-to-school spending. And you also ran a couponing site at one point, Facebook group, I should say. Yes. So I thought it would be a ton of fun to just sort of talk about it. Are you in the thick of back-to-school spending? Oh, my word, yes. Absolutely. It's that time of year, definitely. Yeah. I came home just yesterday, and uh, my daughter, who is nine years old, had all the stuff spread out on the floor with the binders, the new binder, nice as pink. And she was like, daddy, look at these, uh, I guess on the inside, they have the hooks and they're like really thick now because I guess she needs thicker ones as getting older. And so it's like a moment, like how big these things are. (laughs) The binders and the colors and the paper and the pencils, it's all like very exciting. You know, those elements of back to school shopping. I think once you get to be a high school student, it's, you know, 
the binders aren't as exciting as they were at that age. Yeah. Composition notebooks. Remember mm-hmm. those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had several of those. I was curious, given all the experience you have and your history with the couponing site and all that, do you budget for back to school spending? Uh, do you have favorite places where you like to do it? Have you found that there's good places to buy certain things? That's a lot of questions all in one. Maybe I should break them down. Let's start with that first one. Do you have a back to school budget? I do. I have a back to school budget. We create it every year. And of course it changes based on whatever season of life we in we were in. At one point I had a toddler, a teen and a tween. Now I have two teens. Actually, no, I have a young adult, a teen and an eight year old. So um, shopping is a little bit different now. The older ones can pretty much shop for themselves. Um, but the little one, we do all of her shopping. Um, and what grade is she in? She's going to fourth grade. Okay. All right. So (laughs) do you get the school supplies from Target or Staples or what is your go-to for the actual school supplies? I get them from a variety of places, Staples, Walmart, Target, wherever there's a sale. So it's just like Black Friday. You know, you want to look ahead of time to see where the sales are. And you want to go for those sales. And a lot of times, if you look at the circulars, you'll see um, the sales right on the front. Or if you go to the store, you'll grab their um, their um, circular. And on the front, they'll have like binders for a dollar. These are their loss, what they call loss leaders. I think that's what it's called. What is it called? Am I saying that right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like the loss leaders. To get you in the store. Yeah, to get you in the store. That's what you want to look for, the things that get you in the store, because that's where you're going to have the most savings. Okay. Is there one in particular this year that sort of took your breath away? Um, It's the same every year, pretty much. Staples always has good loss leaders. So, um, and it change, it switches up one minute. It might be the book bags and, you know, um, next week it might be the binders, the glue, you know, the glue sticks. Um, so it varies. So you have to keep an eye out. Okay. Do you do much uh, preparation before you go out to start the shopping um, in terms of like things you see online or, or different sales, or do you just go to the stores and, and see what they have um, right there? Well, I, I look at the flyers first and then I go to the stores to see what they have. What I have learned uh-huh. <laughs> from, yeah. from being, you know, a mother is that now I've done where you go and you just buy all this stuff and, you know, the kids are all excited. They're on the floor. They're separating all their binders, the paper and all that. And then you get to school and you get a whole nother list of stuff. Ooh. So you've already spent hundreds of dollars on things. You're spending another hundred dollars on things. Uh-huh. So um, what I've learned to do is just do like the minimal shopping before school starts, like, you know, things, you know, they're going to need like pens, paper, um, pencils, and then leave the big stuff for after school. Once you've gotten the, the class list or the syllabus, then that way you don't have to get things you don't need. Clothes is another big deal, right? Yes. We haven't even talked about, have you done back to schools for your kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my wife's been uh, shopping. She went out uh, on Tuesday with Faye, our younger one who loves to shop. Uh-huh. And, How old is she? Uh, she is six. Okay. And then Susie just turned eight. They haven't been out yet, um, but she goes with them one at a time. And um, mostly what Faye is interested in is, is clothes. Okay. You know, that's her, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like back to school shopping is mostly clothes for yeah. her. Yeah. Tell me about how you manage um, 
your clothes shopping for your kids. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Are you really ready for this? No, no. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. This is going to blow your listeners away. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, wait, wait. Okay. So school shopping for clothes, mm-hmm. this is what you need, okay? There is an app called Go Coupons, and it's spelled J, sorry, edit that. <laughs> And it's spelled G-E-O-Q-P-O-N-S. So G-O-Coupons. Okay. Okay. And what it has is every store's sales that you can find. So that way you don't have to go searching through your emails, um, looking for, um, you know, sales off, discounts off or so forth. All that is on the app. And I have taught my college students how to use this app and they go nowhere without it. So when you, when they go to the mall, if they're buying something, they pull up geo coupons and they can pretty much find discounts on there. Um, just the other day we were at old Navy and, um, I got to the counter, I pulled out my phone and I just wanted to quickly see, okay, is there any, you know, coupons out there? I put in old Navy. Sure enough, there was 20%. 20% off. Wow. I was able to use it right there at the counter and you can go 10 bucks or what have you. Mm-hmm. So right yeah. in the app. Right in the app. And it's a free app. It's a free app. With a little and, like geo coupons, it must be somewhat location based or it is. It's location based. Yeah. Yep. So page through them and knows what stores you're standing near. Or it, yeah. If you have the location services set on, it'll tell you, it'll say, Hey, you know, there is um, a discount at this store. So it'll know, it knows, um, where you are, but, um, it is, it has saved me a ton of money. I go nowhere without it. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. That is, that reminds me of like the honey app on the yeah. stores, Yeah, which is that thing that you can just click and it's, you know, you've used that too, right? So okay. it, you can click it, it goes search for whatever coupons the, the e-commerce store has already put out there and will automatically apply them. But this yeah, is for like retail shopping. Yeah, brick and mortar yeah. shop. You've got the app pulled up. Because that's the, that's the thing I think that's hard for a lot of people is to um, do the preparation in advance to yeah. get coupons. Mm-hmm. And then you bring coupons and you don't have the ones you need and you, you know. And so that sounds awesome. Yeah. And who has time to search through emails, you know, and a lot of times you may not have signed up for the stores, rewards or so forth, but you know, right then and there you have it. So, yeah. So yeah, 20%. That's pretty good. That's good. Um, Tell me how you handle lunches. Okay. So Shay, my husband, he Uh is the lunch preparer in the house. So I have to give him all the credit for that. Um, (laughs) So all I do is I buy the lunch box and he supplies the lunches every day. And so he makes um, my daughter's lunches um, from day to day. We shop at Trader Joe's. Um, that's just like my favorite place to shop. I mean, the cereal, you can't beat it. It's $1.99 and it doesn't have the BHT in it. That stuff that um, has research says has called cancer that you find in like Kellogg's um, cereal and so forth. So, I mean, you can't beat it. And um, so he makes, you know, lunches for her, healthy lunches for her every day. That's awesome. Good on him. Um, does he do it the night before usually or in the morning? No, he does it in the morning. 
So as I'm getting her ready, as I'm doing her hair and making sure she's good to go, he's making her lunch. And so by the time we're about to get out the door or head out the door, we're grabbing both of our lunches and heading out. So is there a, is there a go-to healthy snack that kids will eat? Cause I know some kids, not all kids yeah, shy away from, yeah. the, from the, um, you know, the Brussels sprouts that we put in there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've learned, to, I've learned to love Brussels sprouts as an adult. Yeah. I didn't know what I was missing out on as a kid. I, I, love I didn't them. want to touch it, but I yeah. love Brussels sprouts now. Yeah. Um, but is there a go-to healthy snack that your kids eat? Well, you know, all kids are different, so it all depends. But um, like my daughter, she likes mm-hmm. anything um, – Many, like, you know, mini pizzas or chicken nuggets or fish sticks. Um, she likes the Nutella sandwiches because um, you got to be careful. You can't bring peanut butter to school anymore. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's good. Um, any other shopping tips or um, things that, that would help people save money, be more efficient or otherwise make the back to school experience even more joyful than it already is. Yeah. I would just say, do your research ahead of time, go out and look to see what's on sale um, and make fun out of it. You know, make it fun for the whole family, you know, um, get your kids involved, get your husband involved and just make it a fun family adventure. Yeah. It, it yeah. is fun. Yeah. I mean, it's an exciting time for a kid. Um, mm-hmm. you got all the things you're going to learn, all the people going to meet, get yeah. excited about the team, the, the teachers, yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah. Everybody loves wearing a new a new outfit on the first day of school. I mean that that that's a certain feeling that I don't I don't think we have as as much as an adult. You know, maybe you start a new job or something. But like that's true. You, when when you go back to school, everybody's going back to school yeah. on the same day, and it's like ev- everything's new for everyone. Yeah, special. Um, I grew up in a going to a Catholic private school, mm-hmm. but we had to wear uniforms. Okay, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was private, but it was really anyway. Yeah. But you had to wear uniforms, so showing up with the new outfit <laughs> just yeah. that you were wearing the same white and blue, <laughs> white shirt, blue pants. <laughs> uh, you fit in. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Well, I used to wait until the next week to wear all my new stuff because I knew everybody was going to wear theirs the first week. Okay. So I was like, I'll wait for mine. Oh, that's a new tip right there. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. all you high school students out there, wait till the second week. Booyah. <laughs> All right, Tori, um, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? Okay. Well, I am listed as Tori Laveau on Facebook and Instagram. So if you do a search for Tori Laveau, you'll find me. Um, also, primeonemedia.com. That's one of my websites. Um, also listed on Instagram and Facebook as Prime One Media. And you offer blogging classes? Yes, I do. Blogging classes. Yes, I basically teach people how to blog without spending any money. So my classes are called DIY blogging classes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Is that a way that people can make extra money? Absolutely. So basically I teach the basics of how to set up the blog and then we go into affiliate marketing. Can I ask you about the couponing group in case anybody's interested in that? Sure. Uh huh. That one is called Stock Up Savers, and that's on Facebook. It's a closed group. It's called Stock Up Savers. If you ask to join, I'll see the um, notification, and I'll add you. But it is a closed Facebook group for people to share their their couponing stocks, um, you know, 
their, their couponing run, all the good deals and so forth. Thanks, Tori. Really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing the advice. And, you know, we'll see you soon. The next family Absolutely. gathering. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tori. All right, bye. All right, bye. Tell, tell the podcaster listeners, the app users, the latest on the dev side. All right. It's because a big thing has happened since we last were recording development's good yeah we recently released app notifications yeah sort of re-released actually we had uh uh an initial um app notification integration a while ago but uh we've revisited it to uh send notifications when you have new transactions to review Mm -hmm. so we're excited about this feature we think it can really help users engage with the app right uh when you're notified that transactions have posted to your account uh, you can go in and see what those transactions are. And, and I think this link between the notifications and the feature is um, really unique to uh, Weekly because uh, most uh, budgeting systems have you open up your budget and your transactions are just there. You don't see what's new from the last time you visited. They're just kind of magically in there and then you can go in and categorize them or whatever. Uh, weekly will notify you when there are new transactions and then you can go in and review those and add those to your budget i've been using it it comes in quick like yeah. after you scan your card like i go to lunch or whatever scan your card and in an hour or two later it's like ready to put this into weekly it's, yeah. really, it's really fast yeah yeah it's it, it is pretty good you know we get the notification uh that there's new things to review and pass it on to the user and so um yeah the timeline's pretty quick and that makes it easy to to catch things in fact this last week um, or, or maybe it was uh, a couple weeks ago, but I, I had the notification uh, that there was new things to review. I went in and I saw a charge that was unexpected. And so um, I did a little bit of research and it turns out it was a subscription that I had uh, thought I had canceled from a year prior that um, that I hadn't and it renewed and, and I was able to reach out to that company and, and get a refund, cancel the subscription. So that was like a, a huge win for me. Uh, both in terms of the notification, like the timeliness. I think most people, you know, aren't that quick to to notice when a new transaction comes in. Uh, if you're on top of it, maybe once a week, you see all your transactions. Uh, sometimes it's much less frequent for people. But um, so I was notified quickly. But then also, uh, I added the transaction to my spending because I didn't know if I was going to get it back. So it reduced my safe to spend. And then when I that was an incentive for me to go get the money back. Yeah. So when I got the refund, it went back into my safe to spend and now I could spend that again. And it, it really brought some tangibleness to the fact that I had been charged for something that I didn't want to pay for. You know, usually I might've just let that slip by or be like, "Ah, I don't want to call support. I don't even know if I can get a refund. It's my fault for not canceling, but there was some extra incentive. It was like, those are going to be real dollars back in my pocket. Yeah. And when you get the notifications, they come in, uh, you're always checking that safe to spend number. I mean, you, yep. you stay more mindful on where that's at. Exactly. As opposed to downloading them at the end of the month or something like right. that. You know? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You reviewing those transactions directly affects your, your safe to spend number. It also, um, gives you the ability to update any recurring expenses that are in place. So you can, uh, see how that affects your allowance, which, um, also updates your current safe to spend number because yeah. your allowance changes. And so, uh, that change in the allowance uh, changes your safe to spend. Right. And uh, going into the future, if we want and we feel like they're useful and we can tell people interesting things that might save them money based off of of 
where they are or what they're spending on or what was things that we're seeing in the marketplace, these notifications can sort of be just in time nudges to either save them money or to tell them um, different uh, sort of uplifting notifications right. or what, what have you, you know, keep it going. Yep. You're 50% to your goal or what have you like that. Right. Exactly. So if people want to turn on their notifications, um, we prompt them. We ask them when they first sign up, if they'd like to enable notifications, but if you've said no to that, but want to reconsider now, you can still do that by going into yep, the, into settings. the settings app and, uh, under notifications and then just scroll down to weekly and, and turn them on. Yeah. And make sure that you download the latest version of the app uh, so that yep. you get the uh, the latest code. Yep. Um, all right. So that's one, app notifications. And the second thing is being able to see your bank transactions. Yep. So one of the things that's uh, unique to Weekly is this difference between your transactions that are in your day-to-day spending and the transactions from your bank. And so uh, like we talked about when transactions come in you review them you can mark them as recurring you can mark them as uh, daily or some transactions um, you just ignore if it's maybe a credit card payment or something that doesn't affect your spending and so uh, we've wanted to add the ability to see just the transactions for any of your accounts so you can go into that account and see uh, all the transactions from your bank and then also which action you took on it um, within weekly so uh, under the accounts tab, you can tap into any of your accounts and we'll pull down your transactions for that account. Even if you've ignored it or marked it as recurring, you'll see all your transactions there with an indication. In the future, we may add to that functionality. Some users have said that they accidentally have ignored a transaction. They want to go in and, and, and fix that. And so one way to do that is just to add the transaction manually because there's nothing special about the transaction that gets added when you mark a transaction as day-to-day. Um, but uh, we may add that functionality as well within the transaction review page yeah. in the future. Cool. So uh, make sure you get the latest version of the app. Okay. I think that's about it. Any parting thoughts? August 15th, 2019. Happy budgeting. Keep after it. Happy budgeting. All right. That's good. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.